welcome you to Door to Life. I am your regular host on this broadcast, Pastor Abiola Latunji, the senior pastor of Sure Hope of Glory Church, Abeokuta, Ogun State. For some days now, we've been looking at enjoying new life in Christ in our previous series of teaching. And today we will continue by the grace of God as we look at standing in the liberty of Christ. Can we pray? Precious Father, we also thank you for a day like this. The Bible said this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. We are thanking you for making us to see another beautiful and a glorious time. Trusting in you that this day shall be a blessed day to every one of us. Thank you because your grace will be sufficient. Thank you because your blessings will come to your people. There will be healing. There will be salvation. There will be restoration. There will be peace and comfort to your people, to the praise and to the glory of your name. Thank you for your divine touch upon every life today. Thank you for your mighty hand that is resting upon us. To you be glory forevermore in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Now let's take our text from the book of Galatians chapter 5 verse 1. Galatians chapter 5 verse 1. I read Old King James Version. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty where Christ had made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. This verse of scripture has so much depth to unfold unto us. He said we should stand fast. What? In the liberty where Christ has made us free. So, Christ came to set us free. Jesus came with a mission, and that mission is to bring man from every form of bondage, no matter the kind of bondages that the enemy might have subject people to, right from the time of immemorial, from the days of Adam, when they fell in the Garden of Eden, man has been living under the bondage of darkness. The bondage varies from sickness, from disease, from affliction, from oppression, from poverty, from lack, from struggle, from barrenness, from marital delay, loneliness, countless loneliness, all forms of evil the enemy are subjecting man to. But the Bible says Christ has set us free. So in 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, the, the Bible explains it in a clear terms in 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, saying, He that committed sin of the devil is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. So Jesus came with a purpose. Jesus came with a mission. Jesus came with an assignment. And that was the assignment that propelled him to do the work of the Lord. When he was of age, at the age of 30, the Bible says, and he entered into the temple. And he asked for the scroll, and it was given unto him, the book of Isaiah. And when he opened the book of Isaiah, Luke chapter 4, verse 18, explained to us what he read. The Bible says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captive, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty. I love that word. To set at liberty them that are bruised, them that are confused, them those who have been, oh God, 
pastor died, shattered into pieces, his job was to set them at liberty, to bring them, to guarantee them freedom, to, to bring release into their life, to heal their wounds. That was the mission of Christ. And he was anointed for that purpose. And that's why Acts chapter 10 verse 38 says, How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good, healing all them that were oppressed of the devil. God for God was with him. So wherever there is oppression, and you mention the name of Jesus, the power of oppression is broken. Wherever there is injustice, and you mention the name of Jesus, he's stepping because our God is the God of justice. That's why the Bible says, far be it from the law to do wickedly. So there is no wickedness that is attached to our God. So when Jesus Christ came, he knew the purpose of his coming is to set the captivity. So for those of us who have given our life to Christ, we have been brought into the liberty of the Son of God. Hallelujah. So freedom is already guaranteed through Christ Jesus. Freedom from every form of chains, from bondage of religion, from bondage of cruelty, Christ has come. Not only that, he has come to break the power of curse. And that's why the Bible says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. And he has been made a curse unto us, so that the blessings of Abraham might come unto the Gentiles. Hallelujah. Now, having explained all this, going back to our text, we have the Bible says, we should stand fast, therefore, in the liberty. Where will Christ has made us free? How do we stand in that liberty? Number one way we can stand in the liberty is true knowledge. The knowledge of God is very, very vital. You need to have a clear knowledge of the word of God, of what Christ has done, the death and the resurrection of Christ. The blood that is shed for you on the cross of Calvary. His death is not in vain. And that's why the Bible says, if the Son of God has set you free, you are free indeed. If the Son of God has set you free, you are free. Your life is free. Your marriage is free. Don't allow the enemy to bring you back into bondage. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So you need to begin to increase your knowledge by studying the word of God, by finding the purpose of God, by knowing the mind of God concerning your life, your marriage, your business, your career. Whatever God says about you are embedded in the truth of the word of God. That's why he said, for I know the thought I think towards is the thought of good and not of evil, but to give you an expectancy. So you need to have the knowledge, a clear knowledge. Because if you don't have the knowledge of what has been done for you or what has been given unto you, then the enemy can still begin to mesmerize with your life and still want to draw you back into body. So you need to be knowledgeable. You need to desire. You need to delight in the word of the law and know what God is saying. When the devil came, to bring, to bring Jesus into bondage in the temptation that took place when he was waiting upon the Lord in 40 days. He said, it is written, he said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds. So you also must be able to tell the enemy when the enemy is coming to tell you things and say, it is written. This is what the word of God says concerning me that I am, he took my infirmity, he bore my disease, by his stripes I am healed. So when you have this knowledge that by his stripes you are healed, then you are healed. When you have this knowledge that I can never die, I can never perish, I cannot be destroyed by the enemy, the enemy cannot destroy you. Second way to stand in the liberty of the Son of God is to exude evil. Satan will want you to continue to live in sin. The Bible says we cannot continue in sin and say grace will abound, God forbid. So sin is what brings people to bondage. Receive the grace to live above sin. 
when Christ came, he has already delivered us from the power of sin. So you must be able to consistently desire to live a righteous life. The Bible says, Thou love righteousness and hate iniquity. Therefore the Lord your God has anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellow. To live a righteous life will make you to stand in the liberty of the Son of God. Thirdly, true fellowship. Your communion with God on daily basis will bring the life of God. We reveal Jesus unto you. We reveal the glory of the Father. We make the presence of God to be strong around you. Do you know that man lost that fellowship in the Garden of Eden after the sin? But the second man, Jesus Christ, came to restore our fellowship. The Bible says our fellowship is with the Father. So we fellowship with God. And that's why we have been given an invitation to come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy. So you stand in that liberty. You enjoy that liberty, that freedom to come to the presence of God is guaranteed because Jesus has already broken the wall of partition that separates us from God. So when you come to Christ, you have opportunity to go to Jesus, to go to the Father. You, the spirit of adoption is already released in you that cry, Abba, Father. So when you have this understanding of the communion, the fellowship. Remember, God is looking for those who worship him in spirit and in truth. And it is in this regard that Christ brought us into that relationship. He brought us into that fellowship. He brought us into that communion and give us that liberty, that license. You don't need to go through any man to gain access to God. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. My prayer for you this morning is that the knowledge of the word of God will increase in your life and it shall be well with you in the precious name of Jesus. This day shall be a blessed day to you, to your household. I declare peace. I declare glory. I rebuke any form of darkness and I command the glorious light of God to continue to shine. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. I welcome you to the door to life and I believe the Lord this day the Lord God of heaven will reach out to you in a tremendous way let us pray precious father we thank you for another time as we fellowship in your word this day we ask that the word of the Lord will find full expression in the life of your people we receive the blessing that comes via your word today and the name of the Lord alone will be glorified. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. We've been considering enjoying new life in Christ for a number of days now, and we want to be having a concluding part as we consider standing in the liberty of Christ. Standing in the liberty of Christ as a way of enjoying our new life in Christ. Once you come to the knowledge of salvation, your life can never remain the same. You are opened up into a new life entirely, a life of glory, a life of peace, 
a life of joy, a life of comfort, a life of grace, a life of opportunity, a life of lifting. You are no longer the same person that you were before. You enjoy fellowship and relationship with God. The Spirit of, of God is at work in your life. Your communion with God becomes better. You begin to see things in the way that God wants you to see. And then you become enviable to your world. This is what Christ has come to offer you and I when we receive him into our life as Lord and Savior. Let's read the book of Galatians chapter 5 verse 1 as we commence on this broadcast of standing in the liberty of Christ. Galatians 5.1 says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ had made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Now, what that verse of scripture is trying to pass across to us is that once you receive Christ as Lord and Savior, you are already free from all forms of bondage. Before Christ came into the world to die for the sins of mankind, man has been subject and bound under the siege of the devil right from the time of Adam when Adam fell in the garden of Eden. Man was subject to bondage. Men who began to live in affliction, in torment, under the control of the forces of darkness. But when Christ came, Jesus came for the purpose of bringing liberty, freedom to humanity, breaking the power and the siege of the devil over man's life. And that's why the Bible says in 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, 1 John 3, 8 has something to tell us. Say, he that committed sin is of the devil, for the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. So, there is a purpose why Christ came into this world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have. So, he came for a purpose. So, the scripture says, this is the reason why he came, to destroy the works of the devil. What are the works of the devil? If we are going to begin to enumerate those works of the devil, they are numerous in number that we cannot even count in all. Sin is part of the works of the devil. Sickness, disease, affliction, barrenness, oppression, depression, sorrow, pain. These were all the works of the devil that the enemy uses against humanity on a daily basis. But the Bible says, for this reason, the Son of God was manifested that he may destroy the works of the devil. When we read Acts chapter 10, verse 8, Acts chapter 10, verse 8, the Bible explains in detail what Christ came to do. The Bible says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. So, in the earthly days of Jesus' ministry on earth, he was ministering to the sick, he was healing the sick, he was delivering the oppressed, he was opening the eyes of the blind, blind, he was casting out devils. And in Luke chapter 4, verse 18, he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captive and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are being wounded. Hallelujah. Are you wounded? 
Are you discouraged? Christ came for that purpose. And good news is for those who have received Christ. Once you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, the devil cannot afflict you. The devil cannot lord it over you. You have the power to dislodge the works of the devil. For as many that receive him, the Bible says they are the ones that are the sons of God. So when you receive Jesus Christ, the power is released into your life. You are no longer at the same level where the devil can oppress you. So there is nothing like freedom. From There is nothing like freedom. Christ came to give us freedom. Jesus was born in order for him to bring man into liberty. Freedom from the bondage of sickness, disease, bondage from religion, from all forms of cruelty and cause of the Lord. Hallelujah. And how do we stand in this liberty that Christ has given unto us? When we read the book of Colossians chapter 1. Now, Paul, the apostle, says something in Colossians chapter 1 verse 12 to verse 14. Which is very, very crucial to our teaching this day. In Colossians 1 verse 12 to 14, he says, Giving thanks unto the Father, which had made us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Hallelujah. Who had delivered us from the power of darkness and had translated us into the kingdom of his dear son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. Now, from this verse of scripture, what the Bible is trying to let us understand is that we need the knowledge of what Christ has come to do. We have been delivered. Who had delivered us from the power of darkness and are translated? So there is a cheat. You are once under the influence of the power of darkness and immediately you give your life to Christ. You have been removed from that control. You are now translated into a new kingdom. A kingdom of liberty, a kingdom of light, a kingdom of Christ, a kingdom that cannot be destroyed. A kingdom where the power and the presence of God is at work. And you have been redeemed through the blood of Jesus and you have obtained forgiveness of sin. So it takes knowledge to be able to stand in the liberty of the Son of God. Knowledge of who you are. Knowledge that your life has been changed. Knowledge that you are, you are, you are born again. You have a new life. You have a new gene inside of you. The Bible says my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So you need to understand that the knowledge of the word of God on daily basis that is increasing in your life will give you the on, will give you license to enjoy that liberty that comes from the Lord. Secondly, how do you stand in the liberty of Christ through a life of righteousness? Galatians chapter 5. In the same book of Galatians chapter 5, Verse number 13, the Bible says, For brethren, you have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion for the flesh. For by law, serve one another. What that scripture is trying to say, now that you have received Christ as Lord and Savior, you must not continue to mingle iniquity. You must not continue to mingle in sin. Because sin will bring you back to bondage. So you must become lovers of righteousness. You must learn to extue evil. You must learn to flee from sin. Sin is torment. Sin will bring you back into bondage and will make you to, to, to be under the control and under the afflictions of the devil. So you must become a lover of righteousness. The Bible says, Thou love righteousness and hate iniquity. Therefore, the Lord your God has anointed thee with the oil of with the oil of gladness above thy fellow. I see the Lord impart you with the right with this righteousness in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thirdly, 
how do you stand in the liberty of Christ through your kingdom service? You are born into the kingdom of God to bring others into the knowledge of salvation. When you continue to proclaim the lordship of Christ, telling people about Jesus, at that moment, you are standing in that liberty that Christ has brought you into. The Bible says, thou shalt serve the Lord your God. He will bless your bread and he will bless your water. He will take away sickness away from the midst of thee. In other words, your kingdom service qualified you to stand in the liberty. Jesus told the disciples in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, he said, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea. In other words, what Christ was trying to tell the apostles, the early church was that you have enjoyed liberty. Extend the same liberty to others that are still in bondage. Go ye into the world and preach the gospel. Tell the people that it is only Jesus that can save. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. And Jesus is the life. And as long as you begin to proclaim the lordship of Christ to humanity, and as long as you begin to tell others of what Christ has done for you, you are standing in your liberty. Jesus told the man of Gadara, after he was delivered from that demonic oppression, he said, go back to the city and tell them what the Lord has done for you. So when you tell other people in your community, in your place of work, among your family members, that you have experienced that life, let those who are still in darkness also experience the same life. By so doing, you are standing in that liberty. There is no way the enemy can come and draw you back into perdition. Why? Because they will know where you belong to. But when you close your mouth and you don't let people know about what Christ has done in your life, how will you be able to stand in the liberty when temptations and trial comes your way? And Jesus said, whosoever deny me before men, I will deny also in, in my father's kingdom. So you need to understand that you are born again to tell others, to bring others to the knowledge of salvation. This is the mind of the father. This is the plan of God. This is the counsel of God. That we must be able to draw other people out of the siege and out of the clutches of darkness. I pray for you this day in the name that is above every other name, that the grace to become a doer of the word of God is released upon you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In any area of your life that the enemy is oppressing, afflicting, tormenting, the yoke is broken this day in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Receive the grace to move forward in your Christian work with God. And may the Lord continue to bless you, hear your prayers, and establish all that concerns you. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Amen. We bless the Lord for another opportunity we have to hear the word of the Lord on this platform, Door to Life. And we began a series on enjoying new life in Christ. I am your regular host, Pastor Abiola Olatunji of Show Up of Glory Church, Idiaba Bekutahogo State. By the grace of God, we shall proceed in our today's broadcast as we look at the manifestation of power under enjoying new life in Christ. Let us pray. Father, we thank you again for another day that you have made. All glory, all praise, all majesty be to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Spirit of the living God, we welcome you to quicken the word of the Lord in our heart again. I will pray that all the listeners shall be greatly blessed. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. I'm taking my text from the book of Luke chapter 10 verse 19. 
Luke chapter 10 verse 19. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. King James Version. Let's read from the New Living Translation. New Living Translation says, Look, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy. And you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Now, when the Bible is talking about snakes and scorpions, it's not only talking in terms of the physical snakes or the physical scorpion, but it's talking about forces, demonic spirits, satanic power that operate in form of snakes and scorpions that bite people and destroy lives. Believers in Christ has been given power and authority over all the works of the devil. Throughout the three and a half years of Jesus' ministry and the apostles in the early church, the authority of the kingdom was established. What this power entails? When we read Mark chapter 16, Mark 16, 17 to 18, Jesus said to his disciples, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. This power that Jesus was talking about that he gave unto his disciple, it is a power over sickness, disease, and affliction. Power over bad habits and behavior. Power to overcome demonic oppression. Power over barrenness and marital delay. Power over lack and poverty. Power to rule over the affairs of life. Power to reign. Power to excel. Power to prosper. Power to fulfill destiny and God's purpose. And that's why in Revelation chapter 1 verse number 6, Revelation chapter 1 verse 6 says, He had made us to become kings and priests unto God and His Father. To Him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. A king exercises authority in his domain. As a believer in Christ, our domain is this world. We are to manifest and establish the rules and authority of our God in our places of endeavors. Your business area, your community, your nations, wherever you find yourself, that is your domain. And the power to exercise authority has already been given unto you. This is where Jesus' name must be glorified. And this is what Jesus wants us to do, to establish the authority of the kingdom wherever we find ourselves. The kingdom of this world has already become the kingdom of our God. And he must reign. And if he's going to reign, he will reign through you, he will reign through me. The whole world is waiting for you. You are the carrier of God's presence. You are the carrier of God's power. You are the carrier of God's wisdom. You are the carrier of God's blessing. You are the carrier of God's knowledge. You are the carrier of the healing power of God. You are the carrier of God's grace and mercy. You are the carrier of true love of God. You are the carrier of the peace and joy of the Lord. The people around you need all these things. All you need to do is to invite them to Christ. Become a blessing to them. Show them the true love of God. The power is resident in you. The anointing is resident in you. 
You must know that heaven depends on you. Freely you have received and freely you must give. Christ has promised that nothing shall by any means hurt you. No matter what the enemy may try to do in your life, you have already been given the power. The scripture made us to understand that for this purpose, the Son of God was made manifest to destroy the works of the enemy. The works of the devil can only be destroyed through the church, can only be destroyed through the believer, through the child of God. The power to heal the sick is embedded in you. The power to cast out the devil is embedded in you. The power to succeed, to excel in your business is embedded in you. You have that innate ability of God inside of you. You have the anointing of God inside of you. You are not permitted to fail. You are not permitted to be destroyed. You are not permitted to be pity. You are made to become the light of the world. The Bible says you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. So what makes the light? Wherever light is, light shines, light penetrates, light determines, light sets the pace. So you are meant to set the pace for the world to see. And how do you set the pace? By manifesting the power of God at work in you. The power of God talks about the ability of God. It talks about the knowledge of God. It talks about the grace of God working inside of you. The world is waiting to see what will become of your life. The world is waiting to see what will become of your family, what will become of your business, what will become of your destiny. And you cannot allow the enemy to box you in one side. It is high time for you to come out of your shelf and begin to manifest the power of God and begin to manifest that you are the light to your world. Jesus has already released you and I to become the shining light to our world, to shine in the midst of darkness. That's why the Bible says the light shines in darkness and darkness can never, never comprehend, comprehend it. No matter what the enemy is doing, the enemy does not have the final say over the affairs of your life. So this morning, I encourage you to wake up and make sure that you demonstrate the power of God that is already given unto you through new birth. When you commit your life to Christ, the anointing of the Lord is upon you. The grace of God is upon you. Christ has promised that nothing shall by enemies hurt you. This is the true word of God. You are above the enemy. Today is a new day, a new strength, a new joy, a new peace and comfort of the Lord, a new height for you to attain, a new revelation. God will move your life forward in the name of Jesus. All that is required of, of you is to be an ambassador of Jesus by reaching out to the lost one around you. And I've released upon you the grace to be able to do exploit for the Lord, even in a time like this, in Jesus' name. Amen.